Hello, everybody. It's me. I'm back. Well, I'm sort of back. Uh, I am finally back in my studio. Thank everybody. Uh, thank you, everybody, for your well wishes. I greatly appreciate it. And pretty soon, you will hear me back with Patty on the watch list with Patty and Bill. Hello. Anyway, uh, enjoy this show, and uh, I look forward to reviewing stuff for you guys soon. All right, everybody take care, and I will talk to you later. Bye. No, um, definitely you have to get on the My Drama List thing and just take the time to put everything in there of everything you've watched. Because it's so nifty. Like, you'll just be like, how many episodes was that? And you can look it up. You can see if you if you dropped it. It'll have a separate list of, of K-dramas that you dropped in progress things it's quite it's it's very um helpful i would say it sounds like it and that would help me keep yeah. track of things and quite possibly who's in what because no matter what i can <laughs> whether it's an american or korean i cannot remember names i just can't mm. i'm always watching something like that guy's been in stuff that i watched i know that guy's been in stuff and that's every actor everywhere i suck with names but i know their voice immediately and because mm -hmm. if they do a commercial, I know exactly who that is. Do it voiceovering a commercial. Mm -hmm. I know exactly. But when I see their face, I know who they are. But yeah, who their name, I'm never going to remember. Welcome back to The Watch List with Patty and Bill. Bill is still out with his knee surgery, and contrary to what Tammy said before, I have not done anything to Bill. He is totally fine recovering at home. And this week, we have a guest host. Hello, Jessica from Daybuck Pod. Daybuck. Yeah. Oh, shit. I, I so. <laughs> no, it's fine. I'll, I'll jump in. So my name's Jess, and I host the Debaki Rambles podcast, which is a K drama review podcast. And I'm really excited to be here. Thank you for inviting me on, Patty. You're welcome. So our podcast is wherever you can subscribe to a podcast. So do that and give us a review on Apple Podcasts because we'd like that. Where can people find your podcast? Sure, that you can find it on all of the, uh, you know, streaming like Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all of them, and uh, it's called Debake Rambles. And we'd love it if you would subscribe and follow us on there. And then, of course, I'm on all the socials at Debake Pod, D A E B A K Pod, and uh, what is that? Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Ooh. I started a TikTok, <laughs> but I'm not good at yeah. that. Well, I'm if it's my dog, I, I'm great, but just podcast kind of stuff. I haven't really done much. I've done a couple, but we're on TikTok. We're on all the things. The Watchless mm -hmm. Pod. That's us. Um, but I don't really tweet much. I was tweeting a lot when Mass Singer was on because I was totally into Mass Singer. Oh, <laughs> but by like season nice. three, I started to be like, this is like repetitive and boring, and I I dropped it by season three. So got you. Yeah. Yeah. I still haven't seen the Masked Singer You're reality show, which obviously is an export. <laughs> yeah. It's an export from Korea. But, you know, it is what it is. I see the clips every yeah. so often of like them unmasking the singer and it's Ryan Reynolds or it's, you know, so and so. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, wow, they did really good or they did horrendously bad and yes. that tracks. So, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, you don't need... You've seen all you need to see there, then, if you've seen those little clips. <laughs> That's the whole show. So we're going to talk about K-dramas today, because I want more people to watch K-dramas, and I thought this would be so great. Because <laughs> K-dramas are awesome. I am totally into them. So what got you into K-dramas? So I had just about graduated from college and I got my first big grown-up job and it was a nine to five. And I was like, what is all of this time that I have? <laughs> like I have all of this extra time now. I don't have a full day of classes and then I have to study, do homework, whatever. So I had all this free time. I started watching everything I could find on Netflix. I started watching a lot of foreign movies, French movies, um, just anything that wasn't American was very interesting to me. I watched a bunch of British television and then Netflix was like, I suggest that you watch this. And it was a movie, a Korean movie called A Moment to Remember with uh, Sonia Jin, who is now married to Hyunbin. I, I don't know if you if you recognize I her name. So might have seen that. It's very sad. It is extremely melancholy. Wait, it's like she has I dementia at a young age. I have seen that one. Yes, that one. Yes. <laughs> they also call it the light in your eyes or radiant, I think, too. Uh, There's so many recall. different names for that one, quite true, honestly. True, true. So I watched this movie. It was it blew me away. It changed my life. And then Netflix was like, if you liked that, <laughs> then you'll like this and started suggesting K-dramas as, to me. And I watched my first do. one yeah. as they do. Mm -hmm. And the first one I watched was called Lie to Me, which okay. is not a very good K-drama at all. But I was so enthralled. It was a completely different world. It was very tropey, very soapy, but somehow it was very um, enticing to me. And I thought, oh, I'll just watch another one. And yeah. I have not looked back since. Yeah. It's been over a decade and I'm still watching K-dramas. And I was watching K-dramas before it was cool, you know? Like that was, people were making fun of me. Yeah. Oh, my husband made me go to a Korean movie at the theater. I cannot for the life of me remember the name of it, but I know it was like some kind of a, it was, um, shoot. There was like this toxic gas that was released in, soul and the only the, and it would like burn your skin and kill you if you got it on you but it was kind of a mm -hmm. comedy at the same time and the main guy he had been a like he joined the rock climbing club or something because this girl he was really into but then they graduate mm -hmm. from high school he never took the chance to ask her out or anything because he was afraid but he still had all his rock climbing gear and he never went to college because he's he's like wasting his life and they're at some like birthday party or something for a, for his grandmother. I think I could be totally wrong there, but they're at some big party at a, like a big hotel, and then this gas comes along and it's slowly rising, and he, for some reason, they had their rock climbing gear with them. I don't know why, but they break a window in the skyscraper and start climbing from building to building to try and save everybody and get on the rooftop to get a helicopter to save them. And it was, it was really ridiculous, but really funny at the same time. I, the lead actor is somebody I recognize, but it's not in my head right now who he was or what he was in. But I know when I saw some other things and then I looked him up, I was like, he was in that movie. Holy cow. You know, and that was like the first entryway into Korean stuff, but it wasn't Netflix okay. to give me a, an algorithm. I 
think I found the movie they were referring oh. to. Is it called Exit? Yes. And it came out in 2019. Yes. Yes, that is exactly <laughs> the movie. Yeah. It stars uh, Do Jong Suk. That sounds just yeah. Yeah. He's been in and stuff. And Imuna, mm-hmm. Ko Dushim. Yeah, like this, you know. Yeah, it's a fun movie. It was a very successful movie, yeah. and you saw it. So great. So that was your introduction. <laughs> there was the first introduction, but then there was a long span after that where I, like, because it's not Netflix, so it was a movie theater. But my husband, he's Mexican. He loves all these international movies. And he started watching, I want to say, It's Okay to Not Be Okay. And then as he does, yes. he fell asleep. But I was, like, invested now in this show and it would, make me, yeah, yeah. it would make me cry. And when that, I was like, okay, I need to watch more of these. And I had to go okay. into his account to find the name of it so I could go into my account to keep watching. As right. Because <laughs> he fell asleep and I'm like, I no, I'm on this. And then it just served me up more and more stuff. And yeah. Uh, and here it's I am today hole. where it's like way more than 200 things that I've watched. I've got a subscription to Vicky now. And yeah, yeah, who doesn't at this point? Right? Yeah. And I was, uh, I know it's necessary. Vicky, yeah, Vicky used to have the the sh- series. Um, oh no, the the Moon Lovers, Scarlet Heart. <gasps> you watched Scarlet Heart Rio? No, I didn't watch it when it was on Vicky, and so I've been trying to find uh, it. I found an app called Hi TV, but uh-huh, it's a website. Yeah. You can only watch like two episodes on the website. Then you have to watch it on the app that's on that's only for your phone or a tablet. Right. Well, I have right. a small phone. I don't want to watch TV on this tiny little screen. And I've been trying uh-huh. to find ways to get my my Android <laughs> phone to my TV where, I don't know. Mm-hmm, to cast it or something. Yeah, Pixel yeah. and Samsung don't talk to each other so well. So I can't go mm-hmm. that way. But so then I have it like on my laptop just the little tiny screen to try and watch it but oh but you still haven't seen i've seen a good chunk of it you haven't seen but i have to go back i've seen parts of it but i like a few episodes that's one that doesn't tell me where i left off so i'm not oh, sure i left off yeah no you need and i gotta go back you need the my drama list yeah, yeah. definitely so i know where I left oh my off. god so it's funny that you say scarlet heart rio because i remember watching it when it <gasps> aired in to- 2016 oh. and i watched it on this platform called drama fever have you heard of drama no, fever? i haven't does it still okay exist? because it's def- no oh, it's defunct dang. so imagine so the two competitors for the streaming k dramas in like the mid 2000 2010s was drama fever and vicky oh. and if drama fever had it then vicky didn't and vice versa mm. and imagine if like all of a sudden Vicky sends out a mass email that says, thank you so much for your support. We're shutting down operations immediately. You know, blah, blah, blah. You're shit out of luck. My heart that, there's broken. no more K-dramas. All of the things that you're watching currently are <sighs> kaput. Like the app is done. You can't, There's nothing to it. Like it's gone. That would crush me. That is what happened to Drama Fever oh, a few years back. Man. And uh, I've been on a search to see if other people <laughs> remember Drama Fever. No. So anyway, that's Drama Fever. I watched Scarlet Heart Rio, aka Moon Lovers, on Drama Fever as it was airing, and no. I was enthralled and confused. And at the end of the day, I ended up being very disappointed in the show. Oh no! <laughs> so oh, no. I um I never really recommend it to people. I think it's a lot for for people to handle. 
and it's quite a tough watch i think because you kind of get lulled into a sense of false confidence mm, with yeah, a lot yeah. of the characters and then all of a sudden there's a switch that happens and you're like why well, i don't know what's going on yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. it's just it's, yeah hard left turn in the show and funny enough we are gonna cover it on the debak podcast Hi. A little later in the season, we're going to return to it. Me and a guest are going to nice revert back to 2016 Ugh. and rewatch it and see what's what's yeah. going on there because I've kind of just blocked it. <laughs> well, this high TV app is the only place I've found it yet. So unless you've bought it I don't it know why it's gone. Maybe, you can watch it. Well, yet. I think I can find... I found it on Drama Cool, which mm -hmm. is one of those sites where it has most K-dramas on it, but it's like full of ads and pop-ups. Oh, so it's God. not a wonderful experience to watch something on drama but it does the trick it, the subtitles work the videos are high quality so okay. it's just you it's know people just bear with drama it drama cool drama cool okay. yeah i will look for that one then so i found it on there and then that's where i'm going to rewatch it but yeah i wish it was someplace reliable and legitimate <laughs> that people right? could yeah. watch it yeah this high yeah. tv app doesn't feel totally um reliable kosher and yeah well, it's reliable because it it doesn't crash on me but legit mm, that's i question a little bit of it but otherwise i mean it, it hasn't broken my phone knock on wood um so there's that <laughs> yeah and i know <laughs> count your blessings kakoa <laughs> has started its own app and you could subscribe through amazon prime if you wanted to subscribe through Amazon. Yes. But I think you, there's a separate app you yeah. could get. But Kakoa content is all on Viki. There uh, there hasn't been anything I've seen because I was checking it out. And I figured, you know, I do a podcast. Maybe I'll compare. But there's nothing new through the Kakoa that I haven't found on Viki or already watched on Viki. Yeah. I just think people, if people are already on Amazon Prime, it's a lot easier to be like, hey, you might like this and have people subscribe through there or just watch something free through the Cocoa mm -hmm. app on Amazon Prime. So it's just, I guess, visibility because people don't yeah, know about it. I think so. that's probably what Might it get is. caught up. <laughs> yeah. It's just another thing yeah. to pay for because I think it's like $5 a month or something. So... Oh my goodness! Yeah, so if you're already paying <laughs> for yeah, if you're already paying for Vicky, you don't need that one for anybody who cares. Um, <laughs> so we found out what your first show was. So what are you watching yeah. right now? So right now I'm watching this before <laughs> for the podcast. I have to clarify yeah. it. This is for the podcast. I am rewatching the K drama "You're Beautiful" with Pak Shin Hye. Uh, which is <laughs> from 2009. Okay. I might add, okay. it's an older K drama. And this is the one where she is a nun, but then she takes her twin brother's spot in a K-pop band, <laughs> and she's incognito. It's very Twelfth Night. This one. I to, well, I don't want to say you have to. I need to. Now. I don't want to say you have to watch it, but it's quite ridiculous, and well, yeah. the plot is just absolutely ludicrous. But you know, back in the day. You had these gender bender K dramas, which were all the rage, like Secret Garden and To the Beautiful You. This one, You're Beautiful. I don't know why there's like so many yeah. like beautiful in the in the titles of these, but these are all gender benders, and these were like the precursor to the BL dramas that are now all the rage, uh, right? Okay, yeah. So you got your your queer uh, t uh intake in your K dramas without the full. You know, oh, it's a girl and 
boys' clothes. Yeah, so. uh, the historical dramas, there's always a girl dressed as a guy. Never, only <laughs> one that I've seen where a guy dresses as a girl. And, like, nobody catches on. And I'm like, how do you not Ridiculous. notice? I mean, come on. I saw her immediately, and <laughs> I knew that was not a dude. How, That's a woman. Yeah. I mean, how do they not? Uh, how do they expect me to buy yeah. that? Really? It's a lot of suspension of disbelief. Seriously. So much. So much for these. (laughs) The other thing I notice a lot is, so they fall out of a building or get hit by a car. They go to the hospital and like the next day they're fine. All those scrapes, bruises are gone. I've noticed that. That's another one that I noticed too. There was one. That they just recover really fast. I thought you were going to say that they all of a sudden they're in a coma no no i haven't seen enough where they're in a coma yet but they're all like totally fine the next day or they leave the hospital to go do things and come back right i didn't know you could leave and come back yeah i mean this guy had a heart attack the crooked politician demands that he comes stand in front of him so he leaves the hospital goes to that dude and then goes back to the hospital it's almost like tell like if you don't check out and pay you're not your broom is still your broom you're still paying for that room yeah and the doctors don't wonder where their patient went when they do their rounds no or the nurse doesn't wonder why does everything like all the machines beep because they yank the stuff out to go i don't get something from home and (laughs) come something that irks me whenever someone's hospitalized is they'll be hospitalized with like a broken arm and they will stay overnight in the hospital and stay until the broken bone is mended. Oh. And I'm like, in the U.S., they're like, here's a soft cast. Go see an orthopedic surgeon and, like, adios. Yeah, yeah <laughs> there's, right? there's no, like, staying overnight in a hospital unless you had surgery. Yeah. And even then, you go home to recoup. You're not in the hospital for weeks well, and weeks. Well, that's because it's overnight and then they're healed in the Korean shows. So everybody's got to stay overnight. So all the stuff, it's, it's the humidifier that's next to the bed in every hospital room. That's what it is. That's what it is. You got to sit next to the humidifier overnight. Cause I've also noticed that I'm like, why does, do all hospital rooms have a humidifier? Is the air that dry? Yeah. Is this a (laughs) K-drama thing to make it feel like a hospital or is this like something they do in Korea? That's something I really kind of want to (laughs) know. You're right. It's hard to tell, especially when you, like, I'm not Korean. I'm Hispanic. And I'm watching a totally different culture. What is this part of their culture? Or is this just like, sort of hyperbole just for the screen? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good question. Because if if someone was trying to understand American culture, and all they had to do was watch television, our television, I'd be a bit worried too. Like, I'd be like, well... (laughs) You know, yeah. You can't just watch Friends and Seinfeld and Parks and Rec and think you know everything about yeah American yeah. culture. So yeah, that's why yeah. I kind of take some of those things with a grain of salt. Like, okay, mm-hmm. it's probably set dressing because it's easy to get your hands on a humidifier, and <laughs> that's why they put it there. Because they also show everybody like their parents and family bringing food to the hospital, and there's a refrigerator uh-huh. next to the bed. I'm like. Okay, when I was in the hospital, like, you had to eat the hospital's food. People couldn't really just bring you food from outside because you're having some Mm -hmm. procedure or whatever. And it's going to 
make a difference what you eat. Well, this goes hand in hand with they can leave the hospital and they can, <laughs> yeah. right? you know, yeah. they and they have the VIP ward are... where the rich people have like a whole ho hotel suite to themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. and they can put guards outside so only certain staff members can come in the room. <laughs> yeah. Is that a thing that happens? I mean, I'm not famous, you know, so I don't really know. <laughs> This one, I think, might be there. Might be a little bit of grain of truth in it, where there. Might, I feel like in Korea there definitely are VIP wards in the hospital. You know, like you can't convince me otherwise. Yeah. And if you're a politician, if you're rich, if you're famous, I'm sure you get special treatment, and I'm sure that you can bring security or what have you to the hospital. And your own food, probably too. <laughs> that goes without saying. Yeah. There's so many other things I was catching in the Korean dramas that were happening. When I love the fantasy sci-fi time travel stuff. Okay. And my husband right. and I started to notice that in Korea, tunnels will send you back in time. So you need to be careful oh, yeah. when you enter a tunnel. Because <laughs> tunnels are dangerous. <laughs> every time travel show, they have to go through a tunnel to get to the into the past there was one mm -hmm. that's the name has escaped me but the guy he just would get on the subway and he could travel in time yes tomorrow with you th yes thank you and so i'm sure that there's a, really a tunnel from that subway ride and that's when he goes back in time or comes forward again is when the train well, goes that through was, that um... tunnel <laughs> That, that was, was an interesting really one because I think I really he like that he that was a very good K drama, but he gained the the magic or whatever to be a time traveler because he survived a train crash and he didn't he didn't die on the train. Do you remember that? I don't remember. I just remember time travel and there was a an actress who wasn't an actress anymore or something that he was totally in love with, like she was a child actress and then. She stopped being an actress oh, for some reason. Yeah. I, ye, okay. Maybe it might be the, ones, maybe. Um, I don't know. It could yeah. be. Uh, it could be, remember, but. But I know he, he was into real estate and he got really rich. No, yeah. Then that. we have the same cave drama. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We have the same cave okay, drama. Good. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember anybody's <laughs> Yeah. Names. He became a real estate mogul yeah, because, of course, he he's traveling back, back and forth in time. In time. Yeah. Invest he money. Knows. Come back forward. Hey, there's my money. You know? Yeah. Mm Easy. <laughs> yeah, easy peasy. Anybody could do that. That's what I noticed. There's a lot of travel, time travel through a tunnel. Yeah. And there was another yeah, one where they were on a train, like an actual, like a, like a Amtrak kind of train. And that was kind of a, a murder cop one where hmm. it was like, mm -hmm. like it was um, infinite realities and yeah, that oh, wow. got that got out of hand. Of course, I don't. Remember <laughs> that the got name. out of hand. Yeah, of course, I don't remember the name of that one at all. That one's out of my head. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what are your favorite genres? In I I am totally into the historical ones. I like the period oh, nice. dramas, and like the slice of life ones, like the Misiang one where he's working okay. in an office, or My Mister. That was another really good one. Yeah, that's a fantastic um, one. Yeah. A decoy was a good one and there's parts one and two on that that's um that's another uh, i also like the murder mystery one so decoy wasn't really a slice of life that's a oh, murder mystery okay. like cop show kind of thing the first cop show one i watched was called stranger and that has stranger that okay. has Bay Duna in it and uh 
Oh, that the guy that was in the uh, divorce attorney attorney shin. I I love mm-hmm. him to pieces. He's oh, amazing. Um, that one just that one was really cool because that was my first introduction to how the um, prosecutors and like the detectives and the police how they don't really work together so much. And I was like, yeah, like the prosecutors are still investigating. They can still like, yeah, investigate. And they'll come and steal the case from the detectives. And the detectives are like, we're still working on this, but they take it anyway. I mean, I got to be honest. I don't really understand their justice system. Yeah, not so much. (laughs) Not so much. I think it's a little bit difficult for an American to come in and just be like, yeah, I get it. The detectives do the police work. They do all of the the sleuthing. They put together a case, and then it moves on to the prosecution. Fine, I get that part. But then, why is the prosecutor still? It seems like some of the stuff is still ongoing, yeah, like and he they can trust investigate. What the detectives did, or the detectives didn't fully do their job, or the prosecutors yeah. are s- still gathering evidence. Like I'm quite yeah, and confused the whole way of getting it. a warrant. To arrest somebody seemed to be very complicated when watching Stranger as well. And yeah, I was like, so... why is it this way? And then the more cop shows I watch, the more is they're showing that exact problem there. And how the police don't really like the prosecutors. But I'm like, how does he get convicted without a prosecutor then? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. It's bizarre. Yeah. And I don't know if they're doing a particularly great job either of portraying their justice system yeah. i mean you can't even you can't look at i don't know something really ridiculous over here and be like oh yeah that's a valid portrayal of whatever yeah. you know what i'm yeah. saying right so you know yeah, like law and order you can't i mean right it's kind right. of but not really how things work they right. don't really tie it up so neatly exactly exactly so i feel like it's a lot of the same thing you kind of have to take it with a grain of salt Mm -hmm. it's just entertainment and i gotta be honest i don't like watching the law procedurals or the detective like police really (laughs) procedurals yeah (laughs) oh my god no i think the last one i watched was um it was oh my god i have like the the guys in there in my head but i can't remember because i really liked it at first and then i was like i don't think i like this (laughs) (laughs) so oh my god it wasn't flower of evil it was beyond evil it was beyond evil okay i've seen that and i like that i liked flower of evil lawless lawyer was another good one and then mouse one and two both seasons of Mouse. That was a really good I one. heard Mouse was good. That yeah. That was a really good yeah. one. There was uh, Juvenile Justice. That's more following the judge around. And then there was mm-hmm. another judge one. It was supposed to be like in a, in the slightly distant future where it's a TV show and this devil judge. That was the name of it. Where this judge is oh, like, okay. tra- like he's the host of this show and it's televised like real court thing and mm-hmm. and there's like chaos outside I, I didn't quite get the slightly distant future part of it but <laughs> it was a fun it was really good cool to watch 
because I I had because at that time you're you're like okay this is supposed to be like a slightly distant future so the law has changed because things have changed in the government of Korea okay fine so I could take this and watch it and not feel like mm-hmm. it's trying to portray something real and then why her was another one that was uh it's like a lawyer kind of thing that was really good as well oh so I heard bad things about why her I liked it I thought it was fun the the act both actors in it. Don't ask me who they are because they're out of my head. But I've seen them in things. They've been in lots of things that I've watched. I really liked that that show. And I think the the guy who's in love Again. with the girl is a bit younger than the girl. Which I like that. Yes. I like the, the younger mm-hmm. guy, older girl. Because you don't see that on American TV much. <gasps> you ever. like Nuna romances? I kind of do because I, I see a lot more of them going on through the Korean dramas than the American TV. So I think that's kind of mm-hmm. that's a it's yeah. a it's a different it's a different show it's a different kind of plot with different things you going know, on. I, you know, I I think I would recommend. Uh, yes, Nuna romances are really nice and sweet and sort of unique. Yeah, I would recommend When the Camellia Blooms. Have you watched that one? I that sounds really familiar, but I I'm thinking I may not have seen that one. That one is a Nuna romance plus police detective <gasps> serial killer stuff so i was like oh perfect this is perfect for patty yeah i like that one up and then the fantasy ones like uh the korean odyssey and the bride of the water uh, god although that one kind of made me angry because i didn't uh, think the water so god... bride of the water yeah. god talk to me yeah <laughs> what did you think about the, that one? the the god the water god himself he was kind of a dick yeah, Nam Ji-hyuk. He was kind of a dick and an yeah. asshole. And the other guy, the second male lead, he was he was like a good person, even though all the gods called him evil. He was actually a good person. He was doing uh, charity work, and he was nice to the girl. And I wanted her to end up with him instead, because he was just mm. nicer. I mean, the water god turned her into a, a, a human slave, and she had to do what he said kind of a thing. And he was not nice to her. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I hated Bride of the Water God so much <laughs> that I that was the start of the debak because oh. I created the debak blog to review K-dramas that I had watched because I had no one to vent to, no friends that were watching K-drama. Right. Nobody in my circle cared anything at all about what I was watching. And I was so upset <laughs> with Bride of the Water God that I created an entire blog just to just to write down my thoughts and vent about it. Nice. That show, I thought it was written terribly. I thought there was nothing special about it. I thought, why have a water god and not he can't use his powers like throughout the show? It was... Thing, you know, yeah. so many things stacked up that it was just annoying to me. But it seems like you like Hong's sister's stuff. Have you watched Hotel Del Luna? I love that one, too. Yes. And the lead girl yeah. in that, I like her. She's been in a bunch of other things, and I really like her. But, yeah, again, okay. don't ask the me The girl that's name. in that is Ayu. Oh, <laughs> Her okay. name is Ayu. Yes. Well, stage name yes. is Ayu. She was in that high school yes. one. Yes. Hi, Dream High? Yes, she was in Dream High. Oh, my God. Yeah, she was in Dream High. She's in Hotel de Luna. She was in The Producers. She producers. was in My Mister, which you mentioned yes. earlier. Yes, yes. I recognized her from My She's Mister. She's amazing. Yeah. 
I love IU. I think she's a she's tremendous great. actress. And I don't know if you've heard her songs. She's actually a singer. Yeah, I've heard her sing on uh, Dream High. <laughs> okay, but it, like her her um, actual discography is actually very oh, very sure. good. She's well sure. revered yeah. in Korea. She's like the fairy a fairy princess. I will have to look look up her music because yeah, I've only heard yes, her sing on yeah. that, and I was like, damn, she's she's good. She's amazing. I love IU. <laughs> There's been a bunch of other fantasy kind of ones. Um, Sell Your Haunted House. Mm. There was a zombie detective that was a lot of fun. That one was a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of zombie, I heard the episode, um, their, your most recent episode where you were trying to get your guests yes. to watch Kingdom. Yes, because I thought that's a good entry one. It is also dubbed into English on Netflix, so they don't have to read because that's always people. I don't want to read my screen. And I thought, dudes are going to like a zombie show. And then a period zombie show. Right. I mean, we right. don't have any period zombie shows like, What's not to in like? America, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, how could yeah. you not like it? And there's two seasons, so you got plenty to watch. I love, and Beiduna is I... in that one, and I love Beiduna. Beiduna is great. I think that show is one of the best K dramas out yes. there. It was one of the first Netflix originals, and you can just smell the Netflix money all oh over my God, it. Yeah. It's got such a high yeah. budget. And it was amazing. I love the story. I love the zombies. I thought it was all really well done. Both seasons plus the like the extra movie, movie that they yeah. did with Jun Ji Yeah. I yeah, uh, that was that, that was early on in my K drama watching. So that was another that sucked me into watching because I mean, how can you not like zombies? I mean, psh, yeah. <laughs> have you seen Happiness? Yes, I've seen Happiness. Oh god, it's so good. There was there's um all of us are dead is another good one. All of us are yeah. dead. That's another Netflix original. High budget, and they're coming out with a season two. I don't know when that's going to drop. Yeah, I'm but... not sure on that one either. There's one that was on Vicky that was based on a webtoon. Which, by the way, all these webtoon ones got me looking up webtoons, and I'm hooked on webtoons now. Just throwing <laughs> that out there. Nice. It's an it, when you first go into webtoon if you don't have one you're going to look for, you will be overwhelmed by the amount of content and so many really good stories, so many really good stories. Mm -hmm. So many K-dramas are based on webtoons as well. A ton. That's what made me start looking them up. It's the high schoolers that because there's an alien invasion, they have to go training. Oh, that's a recent one. Uh, act school after duty after duty school? after school. Yes, that one was yeah. really good, and it kind of oh, but it the, wow, the ending on that is like I didn't. Damn, I have not watched it. One. I've been really busy lately, yeah. and I've heard mixed reactions to the ending of that yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, damn. But again, it's a Korean show, so you're not gonna get the kind of en ending that you always expect with certain right. things. Yeah. I mean that makes sense. But yeah, that mm -hmm. one. Oh. Um do you have do you have a an opinion about cuz lately in the past like year or so there've been some really big K-dramas that have gone with a more realistic ending and they don't end up together like the main couple does not stick the landing. Mm. How do you feel about some of these K-dramas? And do you like do you come down what which side do you come down on in the argument? Well, it, Are you a fan of like I just want all of the the good vibes, I want the happy ending, I don't care that this drama has been really realistic so far. <laughs> um I don't want a realistic ending. Uh do you have an example of one that that had that yeah? Sure. So 
2521 is a big example. Okay. Definitely give it a shot. I highly recommend it. That's a 90s period piece. Okay. And that one, it just broke a lot of hearts. And people had a lot of opinions about realistic endings. They were coming down hard on them. And it is a bit of a trend now for K-dramas to be a little more moody, a little more realistic. 39 is kind of like that. Yes. 39 is another one. A lot of people were... I've seen online didn't like it. I really liked it because of the female relationship of the friends. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like that's me and my friends. We've been friends forever. We're we're close. We do stuff together. And yeah, my friends would probably react that way if uh one of us was trying to date a married guy. You know, that would be a thing. <laughs> that we'd be like, "Are you sure you want to do that?" Um <laughs> yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, the ending on that one is like, oh, man, that one crushed me. (laughs) And there are not many American-British shows that, at the end, I am, like, in tears. Like, so many of the Korean dramas have had me, like, actually crying because of how, Mm -hmm. like, how good it is. And the story is so Mm well-rounded. And it's realistic. Yeah. Yeah. I think one that really surprised me by just not, not just it has a really sad ending, so to speak. It wasn't even a romance drama. It's DP. Have you watched yes. DP? Oh, yeah. Oh. That one broke oh. me into a million pieces. Yeah. I was so distraught. It was very difficult to watch that one. Yeah. But at the same time, the story was so good, so rich a lot of commentary going on in that show and lo and behold they're doing a season two which i don't know how i feel about it i kind of like the ambiguous ending that they had for dp season one but that's one that i'm like i can't imagine dp being made 10 years ago in the k-drama world yeah yeah the glory i know you've been reviewing the glory and that one is another one that's so hard to watch that's one that is very difficult to watch. I had a really good time watching but, yeah, it. Yeah, like, I, I, I was really very... like it. I, I, that one was really good. It's well written, but oh, man. Some of those scenes of the bullying. Difficult. Just, wow. Brutal. And I'm like, how yeah. does this happen? How does How do the adults let this happen? Do you know, I literally just saw a TikTok this morning of these people just on the street interviewing Koreans, and they were like, How did you watch The Glory, number one? And number two, what did you feel about the bullying? Was the school bullying accurate? And the, everybody that they interviewed said, no, it's worse. Wow. In oh real life, God. it's worse. How could it be worse than that? Like, she's burning you all over your body with a curling iron. How could it be worse? Like... Wow. Yeah, uh, so it's disturbing, yeah. I think, to think of the kids in Korea just... This is their life. Uh, this is reality. Not just exact. You know? it's, it's violence against each other, their own yeah. peers. Yeah. And it's systemic, <laughs> you yeah. know? Like, every school has a bunch of kids that just they, and they get are victims with and... Yeah. Yeah, and then every you know, depending on the background of the kids, depending on how the school handles things or doesn't handle things, they just get away with it. Yeah. That's wow. So, what does that say about their culture? I don't know. Well, it's well, a little bit scary. The thing that it, 
I kind of like is if they become famous in any way and that past bullying mm. comes out, they are like blackballed. Yeah. Like if you're a K-pop star, yeah, no, not anymore. Yeah, absolutely. If you're an actor, yeah, you're being... The cancel culture. Everything's coming out. And their contracts say that for any reason that production loses money, they have to pay the damages. So if you're an actor mm -hmm, and it comes mm -hmm. out, you've got some scandal and you're, you've stopped production on this show because of your scandal, they've stopped it. You got to pay, pay that money back. So now you're losing your mm -hmm. own income because of something you might've done mm -hmm. in junior high or further back even. And I'm like, Right. Yeah, that'll teach these youngins to not do this if they want to become <laughs> famous in some way. Where I feel like a I lot of young teens I don't think it's teaching anything. Wanna, you know, <laughs> be famous, but maybe it will. I, I honestly don't think it, they're teaching anything by taking, like, by punishing these famous people. It's just the, because the public is behind the cancellation of these celebrities. And what's sad is that. I, I listened to another podcast about um, school bullying and they were saying, look, the kids that are school bullies are probably the ones that are not doing well academically. Yeah, they might be smart, but they might just not apply themselves. They might not care about school and they're not doing well academically. So it's no wonder that they in turn become entertainers. They might, you know, just become a singer they might become a k-pop star they might become an actor what have you a model and it just perpetuates that whole like well these beautiful people who are not applying themselves academically and aren't going to become engineers and doctors and lawyers and all of these other high um you know highly educated people in the society they just become entertainers and they're super visible and the people that they've victimized inevitably come out and say i can't believe they're famous when they did xyz to me mm -hmm. so it's like a vicious cycle well bullying <laughs> is learned behavior people kids don't automatically bully somebody else unless somebody else has been yes bullying them. so it's either I agree at, at home or in their neighborhood they were bullied so now they've got some power at school so they can do it now too right i think you've noticed by now but like korean korean dramas their even their language is hierarchical yeah yeah right they're yeah. constantly saying like are you older than me so i know how to address you do i address yeah, you with respect do i end all of my sentences with yo which is a polite form or are you younger than me and can I talk down to you, right? Like that, it goes even into their language, how they are placing everyone in yeah. different levels. Elders and always get more respect elders. if you're older, right, regardless right, of whether exactly. or not you know more. You get you mm -hmm. get more respect at work, even if you're a total fuck up because you're older. And right. I know that's mm -hmm. from some YouTube videos I've watched of different Koreans and people who've been to Korea there's a lot of people who are like why do I have to show you respect when you don't even know what you're talking about but I have to agree with you because you don't even know what you're talking mm -hmm. about because you're older than me mm -hmm. and that's a very American it, yeah thought, it's an American right way. is and that you earn you have to earn respect yeah. right yeah. it's just not given because of your age or your status or the job that you have, you know, we don't treat 
um, elderly people like uh, royalty yeah, yeah. or, you know, it's not mandatory in our society that we say sir or ma'am to anyone who's older than us, so on and so forth. The list goes on. That's just not how Americans yeah, are. No, That's not no, on our no. culture. So it's different to come into the K-dramas and everyone's bowing to each mm -hmm. other. And people are are very strict and careful about how they address other people within the workplace, within the family. And it's wildly different yeah. from how we and, operate here. And when they're dating, there's all, there's sometimes some of the shows show where they're like, well, can I talk casually to you? And I'm thinking the first time I yes, heard them, like, it's like, aren't you? Because uh, I don't know your language. So, yeah, I'm like, aren't mm -hmm. you? I mean, isn't that how that works? But. It's not, you, you know, they talk formally no. to each other until they agree mm -hmm. to do not talk formally. Yeah. 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 Can we drop honorifics? It's like a milestone in the relationship. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. In, um, my roommate is a gumiho. She called him sir through the whole thing because he is <laughs> so much older than her and she couldn't. He wanted her to call her something different, I think, at some point. But she's like, it's just weird because you're so much older than me because he's like a gumiho <laughs> so he's like thousands of years old yes <laughs> she ends up calling him um Odishin or something like that <sighs> which i think means elder yeah and, and they translate it into sir or something here yeah. uh-huh yeah yeah which i thought yeah. was kind of funny. it's really uh it is kind of funny because he's young yeah, he, but then she's yeah. calling him like elder slash sir right. and everyone's confused yeah, what <laughs> what are you talking about yeah yeah perfect example so are there any shows coming up that you're looking forward to so i think that uh i don't know if you know the band 2 p.m i've heard of them at all okay so have you watched um the red sleeve i feel like i have but it's been some time the Red Sleeve is an amazing sagook, an amazing historical K-drama. If you haven't watched it, 100% I recommend it. It's amazing. So Ijuno from that drama is coming out with a new drama and he's playing the typical CEO character. Ooh. And he's not done that before in his career and everyone's head over heels for all of the promos. And the drama is called King the Land. Ooh. I don't know if you've heard, heard, heard of it yet. So that's coming out relatively soon, and I'm excited to watch that. And then his bandmate, coincidentally from 2 p.m., uh, Oktek, do you know Tekyong? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's been in Vincenzo and a bunch of things that I've seen, uh, The that um, uh, Secret Inspector and Joy. That was another one that I saw with him in it. Yes. Um, yes. I, I follow him on Instagram. He's got something coming out. Yes, he's a vampire. Ha, ah, vampire. When is that one coming out? The name of it is called Heartbeat. Ah, okay. Heartbeat. And he's playing a vampire. People are losing I their shit online. Lose my, because I will lose my shit with that one. Tech. Well. I, I know. <laughs> tech as a vampire is like, why did we not think of this before? Right? This is like a fantastic yeah. idea. So wondering how that's going to go down. The 2 p.m. boys are both coming out with mm. K-dramas yeah. in the near future, like in the next oh. couple of weeks or so. Have you seen Tale of the Nine-Tailed? No. And I will tell you something. I skipped that one when it first came out. I, first of all, there's so many Gumio shows yes. out there as it yes. is. I think I'm just tired of Gumio shows. Okay. 
So when I saw Tale of the Nine Tailed, I was like, oh, fun title, gonna skip. Then I heard mixed things about it. Then they came out with a sequel. I heard they were gonna do a season two. If you follow Kimbum, it's currently airing. Oh, it is currently airing. Okay. Yeah. Kimbum, I was been yes, it's currently airing on Instagram, and he's he's showing like behind the scenes stuff that they yeah. Yeah, he's definitely hyping people up with the Instagram yeah. posts. And I'll tell you something, I still have no desire <laughs> to see Tale of the Nine Tales. I'm saying everyone's like, oh my God, it's so good. This is so fulfilling. It's getting me out of my K drama slump. And I'm like, that's great for you. I'm so happy for you. I can't imagine um, watching the show, both season one and season two, anytime soon. All right. But it could be because I'm just not a a person like um i forget his name but the the lead yeah of that show uh, is it is he lee dong-wook okay yeah Lee dong-wook yeah Lee dong-wook i am not, You're not a fan of his 100 uh, yeah like he's great i think he's a great actor but am i compelled to watch everything that he's in no so I feel not that. high on my priority yeah. list and you know if you're a fan of there's nothing i can say that's going to stop you from watching his stuff like absolutely sink your teeth into tale of the nine tailed seasons one and two but yeah not (laughs) not high priority (laughs) so which what genre of them do you like that you gravitate towards i think that i used to gravitate towards just the romance ones and just the sagas before i started doing the podcast and before i started bloggings more and now i like a little bit of everything except the ones that i just and medical dramas so legal police and medical dramas are just like not my bag and i'll give some of them a shot but largely i like don't watch those ones (laughs) did you watch the ghost doctor or dr ghost i forget how that's called with kim bum no i think rain is in that one and rain, oh, rain, I love rain. Um, that no, one is I did a not lot watch. of fun, actually. <laughs> that one is totally a lot of fun. If you like rain, mm-hmm. I've watched I a would lot. Say, give it a try. Yeah, I saw some promos and I saw some clips. If there's nothing else that's grabbing you, give that one a try. Give Ghost yeah. Doctor. Yeah, I've watched Hospital Playlist. I've watched that was um, kind of fun. Hospital Playlist. Yeah, it was fine. It's perfectly adequate. Yeah. Just not. I didn't sit there and like, oh, I need to watch the next episode. Oh, I can't wait to watch the next thing. I was like, this is, you know, it's yeah. fine. It's watchable. Yeah. I feel like I feel you on that. Yeah, one. yeah. So I feel I yeah. yeah. <laughs> so those are my favorite genres. I have um, I have a lot of dramas that I think are overrated. Do you feel the same way about some of these dramas? Um, like. Crash Landing on You. How do you feel about Crash Landing on You? It was okay. I mean, it was fine. fine. Yeah. It was, there was some serious suspension of disbelief on that one. Like, just the whole way she ended up in North Korea. With a tornado. (laughs) And she is perfectly fine. And doesn't need to be in the hospital. She's unscathed. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, I was like, "Ah, ah, ah." How do you feel about Hometown Cha-Cha-Cha? That one was okay as well. I mean, it wasn't yeah. like, yay. It was like, all right, I watched that one. That was okay. How do you feel about What's Wrong with Secretary Kim? I have not seen that one yet. Okay, so that one, I thought I would love it because it's Pak, Pak Sojun, and I love Pak Sojun. Mm-hmm. And he's starring opposite Pak Min Young, who has 
a really illustrious like career. She's um, starred opposite basically every major male Hollywood star in the biz. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, I'm definitely going to love this one. I watched it for the podcast. Hated it. Mm. Really disliked <laughs> what's wrong with Secretary Kim. I just found that Paxo Jun's character was a little bit insufferable <laughs> and couldn't get into it. And yeah, so that's that one. How do you feel about Boys Over Flowers, which is like a foundational that drama That one is for a like a people. big deal one. My sister read the manga way back when I was telling her uh -huh. about the show. I'm like, oh, you've read it? Okay. So then you kind of know what, what I'm talking about. I I love Eamon Ho. He is yeah. the prettiest, prettiest okay. man. Oh, my gosh. He's amazing in Pachinko. Boys Over Flowers, I watched it because he's in it. And I'm like, okay, I got to at least see this with that hair. <laughs> Those helmet head hairs from Stupid when hair. it was made. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That lead girl. Wow. Yeah. Just, wow. She is dumb as a rock. Because... Eamon Ho kidnaps her because he thinks he likes her and he's going to be like, okay, you can date me. <laughs> he fucking kidnapped her. He gives her clothes to wear and she's ends up trying to date him. Like what? If some dude kidnapped me to be like, I will allow you to date me now. I'd be like, fuck you, motherfucker. Let me, give me my clothes back so I can go home. God damn it. I am not. You are like dead to me now. I will not right. even give you the time of day. And I don't care what kind of torture you give to me at school because I don't have to go to this school. I can leave and go back to my own school now. Yeah. That, so and, so flowers. that one just irked yes. me so much. And second male lead, I'm like, she is dumb as a rock for not hooking up with him because he was a good guy. Oh, yeah. He's so sweet. Yeah. So <sighs> that's a quintessential K-drama. has like every trope, every cliche. Yes, yes. Old yes. school in the way that it's shot and it made everybody in it famous. It's super iconic, but holy fuck. It does right? not hold up at all. No, no, no. It is super cringeworthy. Yeah. It's like back in the day, you would just have these male leads that were just red flags, right? And everyone was, didn't see it. They were colorblind. They couldn't see the red flags. Yeah, yeah. They just like continued on their merry way, falling in <laughs> love with this terrible dude who you hope to God he learns to be better, act better and by the end of the never show. Does. Usually he does. <laughs> well, he in a in sense, he yeah. usually does. But yeah. Boys Over Flowers, I couldn't get into it. I used to really love that show. And it was one of the first ones that I watched, uh, first K dramas that I watched. But man, returning to it for the for the podcast was painful. I can imagine. Painful. Like I I Oh my I God. stayed with it. I just I stayed with it, but oh man. There was there was another one where the artwork on Netflix made it look like it was going to be a mystery thing. And then it was some lame ass romancey <laughs> thing that I wasn't looking for. I was looking for a mystery thing. And then this ended up being some romance. I'm like, Psh, what is what is this? Where Where's the murder part? That guy died. Where's the murder? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I was so mad. Uh, uh, shit. I need to Gosh. put my list in order, but even if it was in alphabetical order, I wouldn't be able to find it because the name is just gone from my head. So you're you're just a fan of all of the murder. It was, well, when you want it, sometimes you just want to watch a, a crime show. Uh -huh. And that's what I was looking for. I'm like, I'm feeling crime showed this week. 
And speaking of crime show, um, what do you think of Squid Game? Because that was oh, a big one. Oh, that one was ago. amazing, and I was telling everybody they need to watch it. Yeah, that was amazing. Same. I I thought it was and really good. The Korean version of Money Heist was pretty good too. See, I didn't watch Money Heist, the original Money Heist, uh, and then I thought maybe I should watch the original before I watch the Korean version. And then I heard a lot of rumblings online of people saying it's literally just a shot for shot remake of the original. There wasn't any sort of innovation or they didn't change anything in particular to make it seem Korean in a, in a sense. And I was like, oh, that's disappointing. So uh, why even bother then? Yeah, the Korean version... Um... I don't know why they did this, but they made it so that like North and South Korea are kind of coming together and they have this joint economic region where they're, that's where they're printing the money in the middle of North and South. And that was like the main difference between the two. But mm -hmm. I highly recommend the Spanish version of Money mm -hmm. Heist, Casa yeah. de Papel. That is, that is like, <laughs> Wow. And it is dubbed into English if you don't want to read Spanish, you know, English, if you don't want to read the subtitles. So you suggest dubs a lot. Because I know a lot of people who don't want to read it. All my friends are like, I don't want to read my TV. I'm like, well, then here, this is dubbed into English for you. Watch it. I figured that's the easy <laughs> entry level when it's dubbed. Here's entry level. And then as you get more into them, you can become advanced like the rest of us and start reading the subtitles so you can <laughs> right. hear the actual actor's voice and how they're talking and and mm -hmm. the fear in their voice versus a, a dubbed actor yeah yeah i am not a fan of of dubs generally i think the only time i'm a fan of dubs is when they're done like uh, studio ghibli movies oh yes those are done those with dubs are real amazing. actors because it's real it's actors. animated so it's okay yeah, yeah. Not, uh, not other than that, people for are not real actors. Right, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I totally you get know what I'm saying. The original yeah. intent and the emotions are yeah. not the same. And, and Sometimes an actor has a totally different vibe hearing them speak versus hearing a dub of the person you know sometimes people have this different voice when, than you're expecting if you just see a picture of them when so it's like a kid on the screen they get an adult to talk like a little kid and it just sound i'm like what is this that right. is not the way that right. actor sounds i know it yeah. and that that just like nails on a blackboard i ugh, yeah, ugh, i can't take it yeah my husband so tried I'm to a, watch. I'm a sub. Yeah, I'm totally about subtitles too. But my husband tried to watch because it didn't have an English dub. He put it in Spanish. So now I'm watching Korean actors that I've seen before speaking <laughs> Spanish, Spanish and reading the English yeah. subtitles. And the English subtitles are subtitling what they're saying in Spanish, not the original Korean oh, wow. subtitles. So it's a translation of a translation. Yeah. So when he's calling her. Ajuma, it's saying old lady, and I'm like, she's not an old lady. She's like my age, and he is like maybe two years younger than her. What? What? <laughs> and I can hear like what she's saying in Spanish. I know just enough Spanish to not be able to understand a lot of it. Um, and I know the word that <laughs> she's saying is not at all like that. Something's wrong here. That something is really wrong here. <laughs> And I, I had to be like, you can't watch this in Spanish anymore. I got to I got to hear the Korean actors. And then all the subtitles just sounded made more sense now. 
And I like Vicky subtitles over Netflix <laughs> subtitles because Vicky, since it's crowdsourced, they try to Always. explain some of what's going on and some of the sayings and whatnot. And that's, I appreciate that. I learned more about what's going on and kind of the culture yeah. and stuff. Yeah, you gain more context, absolutely, from the Vicky's subs. Have you noticed when like a knife or something is blurred out in yeah. these shows? Do you know why they yes, blur it? Yes, uh, guns and knives. It has to do, I think, with their, their censorship yes, and the, look, the broadcast rules in Korea. I had to look Korea. it up because it, it it was so confusing to me that a knife is blurred out, but other, like, but a gun <laughs> wasn't blurred out. And right, it's right. their censorship thing. It, oh, be, and some shows, they don't blur it out because it's all about mm -hmm. what time it airs right. and whether or not the production company wants to pay the fine for not blurring out the knives. That's another mm -hmm. thing. And right. so they blur it out because uh, that's a knife not being used for its intended purpose. So if it's a cooking <laughs> show, they won't blur the right. knives. But if it's somebody right. stabbing somebody, then they blur it. That is just comical yeah. to me, really. Quite honestly, yeah, it was it really is. funny. Well, for us in America, especially, where we don't have... I mean, right. we live in the HBO era where anything goes. So. Yeah, where everything from our cartoons to, gosh... Uh, everything is violent and yeah people are shooting and stabbing and we don't care it's whatever that's how that's how life is right <laughs> do you have anything else you want to say about Korean okay if you've listened to this episode so far and you've come this far please go ahead and just watch a k-drama okay like just there are so many different genres you're gonna find something that you like please just get over your fear of a new language a new culture you will glean something from it you will find some commonalities and you're going to enjoy yourself yeah so watch a k-drama <laughs> i agree and you're going to get stories that aren't the same old boring stuff as what you see every day here in america it's going to be brand yeah. new fresh stories to you it may be formulaic and trite in korea because it's the same stuff that they've been seeing over and over but <laughs> you haven't seen this this is some like folk tales you may have never heard of before and it's all actors mm -hmm. you probably have never seen in anything as well so yeah give it a try you're gonna like it I, I swear people i tell you this all the time you're gonna like it just give it a shot give it a shot and then tell me that you liked it but i know you won't because nobody ever tells me anything we, we oh, never damn. get anybody <laughs> commenting or sending emails. Never. Even though we have that comment button on our website at thewatchespod.com and nobody does. <laughs> nobody oh, sends damn. us a note. There's a contact us <laughs> and nobody does. So Sorry about uh, it. You know, I, I've accepted it that only Bill's friends tell us what we're doing. Tell us they like <laughs> the show or, hey, that episode, you said you hated this thing, but you didn't really watch it, did you? Or what have you. <laughs> You're doing better than me because my family and friends don't. My family and friends don't to at my all. Podcast. Yeah, I might have my brother is the only one that listens. My sister used to, but her work schedule changed, so now she can't. So if any of my friends are listening, they have never said a word to me about it. Oh my god! So I don't. How know. dare they? I know, really. Psh. Common courtesy, right? <laughs> I mean, come on. So this is the Watchless Pod with Patty and Jess from Daybuck Pod. Daybuck. Yeah. K drama rambles. rambles. There we go. Came rambles. <laughs> rambles. Yeah. I, I just remember the Dayback because I, when I saw it, I thought, oh, is this person like, is this a Korean uh, podcast? And then I started listening. I'm like, no, this is cool. This is just like me. So <laughs> <laughs> glad to hear <Yeah>. it. <laughs> and I'll be back 
next week with maybe Bill? I don't know. We'll see. But I swear I did nothing to Bill. He is alive. He is recovering from his knee surgery. I had nothing to do with this. And he's in flipping New Jersey. Come on, you guys. I'm in Chicago. He's in New Jersey. There's no way I could do anything to him that far away. And yeah, that's it. That's it for me. And that's it for Jess. Thank you for joining me. Yeah. And thank you so much for so having much me. so much fun talking to you. <laughs> yeah. That's it for us. You know where to find us. Yeah, you know where to find <laughs> us. Uh, tell us again where to find your podcast. Yeah, you can find us on all the streamers, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Debak K. Rambles Podcast. And then I'm on all the socials at Debak Pod.